It's a Rockwellian Christmas up here. Skating, barbecues, snow. We're here with defenseman Matt Martin and... Cut! What? I can't feel my fingers. You need to rub them on a nice warm Yuletide log. I beg your pardon? Look, Christmas is a lonely day for a guy to be choking his own chicken. And as women reporters go, I find you supper. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. It's a shame we're rolling for that. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy to repeat it. You need to relax. Charles. You like massages? <laughs> We're back! Yes, we are still doing this shit. This is Just Chirping. Hey everybody, back for another episode, episode 47 of Just Chirping. Chris, how you doing today, bud? I can't believe it's 47 episodes. I Jeez. know. 47, 47 straight weeks of well, congregation. It was like a week or two in between. So it might have been 48 or 49 weeks total. Oh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, Jay, you got a uh, another Chronicle coming out soon? Yes. So um, I didn't release the other one. The third installment. The third, We've yes. got four total, right? Uh, yeah, we should have four totals, okay. so we got the third installment. Um, didn't release it yet because I wanted to see um, if that was like in competition with our episodes, so I wanted to stagger them a little bit. Okay, good call. So I'm with you. Fight over those handful of listeners. We yes. appreciate it. Yes, mm-hmm. yep, doing what we can to uh, you know, it's it it's just always a test, right? You're always testing things out, seeing how things work, trying to figure it out. So. Yep, so listeners will be releasing that uh, hopefully on Friday with this episode. Perfect. Try to get them out on Friday. Sweet. Yeah, I like that. That yeah. sounds good. Steph, how, how are you, man? I'm hanging right in there, man. Yeah, you have yeah. a good week? Yeah, yeah, you too? Yes, yes, uh, you know, hockey field. Well, shit, you know what? Um, The three of us got together uh, for a little hockey, a little peewee hockey game and uh, yeah. Outback Steakhouse, not a sponsor <laughs> yet. And uh, we did not spend the entire night talking about the podcast, which was kind of fun. Yeah, you know, now that you say that, we did. We, uh, My son had a game, and you guys met us out there. Chris came along, and then we did a whole big shebang dinner. And honestly, I was just talking to Chris about it when you went upstairs for a minute to tuck Case down. Mm-hmm. We should do that more often. I had a blast. We don't. Yeah. Me and the missus don't get out with other people very often. Well, it'd be fun to include Brent and Beth as well. Yes. Once uh, the dust settles with um, the the outdoor rink and everything going on, so we should try to do that maybe once a month where we we get together couples and kids and go and do something. Chris. Yeah, get Phoenix. <laughs> couple, <laughs> couple of kids and Chris. <laughs> yeah, invite uh, you know, Brent, Beth, and Phoenix, and yeah, it was a good time, man. Honestly, we just talked. Like we didn't talk this, you know, we didn't, there's no politics. There was, I no, didn't, I was too busy shoving my face full of that wonderful outback bread. Yeah. You were definitely getting down on that bread. Between, oh, yeah. You and case. Oh my yeah. gosh. You're wrestling over the loaves. I was about ready bread. to stab his little 
hands with my fork when I when that second loaf came out the with guy my dinner. Over. It was funny because the guy came over. Can I get anything? Chris like a loaf of bread. Yeah, and more then, bread, please. And then the guy comes over. You guys need anything? A loaf of bread. I'll take that loaf <laughs> like, of bread. He was ordering bread as fast as you were ordering drinks. <laughs> I had more loaves of bread than I did beers while yeah. we were there. Yeah, and for the record, I wanted to get dessert too, but uh, so did I. Jojo, Jojo was on his way home. out the fucking door. I don't blame him on that if he's been there all day. And we were his last table. <laughs> yeah, we did close the place down. My dessert was those freaking margaritas. Oh, I thought you were going to say that, something yeah. else. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Nope. Went to bed. <laughs> yep, me too. Well, Chris, what's new in the news? There's a few different things going on. So last week or the week before, I had mentioned that the defense attorneys for the um, Governor Whitmer's uh alleged kidnapping um, had petitioned to have the case like thrown out or whatever because of entrapment. And that was before the judge, the judge ruled, I believe yesterday that he was not going to throw out the case. Um, and he said that it's for the jury to decide, which kind of makes sense on it, you know, mm-hmm. if it was entrapment or not. So March 8th is the start of that court case here in good old Grand Rapids. So keep an eye out for that. I will see if I can get tickets. Yep, you'll in be the in the press there. box. Is it giving, giving out tickets to the press box? To the hearing? You know, see what's going on there with it. How about that? I wonder what those cost. I doubt they'll let people in there. Um, but if they did, you know, might be something interesting. Did they let people in for OJ's trial? Oh, yeah. Don't you remember? Didn't you watch it on TV? I'm sure I did, but I was fairly young. Wasn't this in 96? Yeah, we were, we were pretty young. I remember it. But I don't remember like being no, I remember, cognizant of what was going yeah. on in the courtroom. Or I remember being at the airport there. and watching the um, car chase go down and just this big sea of people that were sitting there and everybody was just like, oh, shit, what's Wait, going on? You're only a year and a half older than me. What the hell were you doing at the airport at eight years old? Uh, my dad was picking up a coworker who was on vacation or something and mm. coming back. So, Oh, hey, you got me there. Yeah. Nothing too exciting there. Um, but speaking of exciting, Piranis. Make sure you go ahead and check out Piranis Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. Ooh, beauty. Um, what else you also got? Also on the news, uh, I guess we kind of all have or a few different things here related to vaccines, all that fun stuff. We do um, every week for the yeah, past uh, year. <laughs> well, the year of doing the, the year, show. Yeah, but 48 the, weeks of The three episodes. years that we're running in this pandemic. So Neil Young apparently threw down the gauntlet to Spotify and said it was either his catalog of music or getting rid of um, Joe Rogan. Fuck, I heard about that today. He uh, put that out yesterday or the day before, and he was like, you know, if you don't get rid of him for misinformation, um, it's going to be my music is gone or, you know, you got to get rid of him. This all kind of bubbled up after he had a, what, I think a three-hour episode with Dr. Robert Malone about the vaccines and all of that. And then he just had a four-hour episode with um, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Um, But apparently Spotify told Neil Young to go pound sand and they were going to give him his music collection back. What what is he expecting? What did they give... um they gave uh, Joe Rogan like a hundred million dollars or something to have the exclusive rights to 
his podcast and we're talking about a washed up singer neil young of all yeah. <laughs> how many downloads do you think he's grabbing when, i thought we have more downloads than he does holy shit i not think even, you're right not even neil diamond did i say neil diamond no you said neil young i'm just saying yes. oh, okay. it's neil young yeah old neil young will remember that's like his i don't most even know who that thing. guy is I know Neil Diamond. Yeah, Same Neil guy. Diamond. Hey, maybe I'd consider it. Yeah, but Neil Diamond's Neil pretty jazzy. Yeah, he had that song. What was that? The We Didn't Start? No, that isn't no. it. No. I want to party with you. You remember Saving Silverman? Sa- yeah, I remember Silver the movie. Didn't they love Neil Diamond? Like, wasn't that their guy? I think you're right. I think it was Neil Diamond. Yeah, I think so. Well, Neil, <laughs> Neil Young had a, a couple of hits out there. He had a really... Good catchy one. I can't think of, it. but it, I don't even know the singers of my favorite bands. So uh, same here. He I, was. I'm not a good person to talk to about that. Well, I just can't get over like you really think you have any clout with Spotify when you haven't produced anything new since the '80s. And Joe Rogan and podcasts, the wave of podcasts. Right. This is more popular than radio you, right when now. When you think podcast, you think Joe Rogan. Oh, rocking in the free world. I do like that song, though. Okay, well, he's fucked because that's not going to happen. So have have fun standing. Hey, but good for good thing for standing your standing uh, standing up for something, right? If you don't stand up for something, you stand for nothing. So yeah. no, if you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. Yes. Wasn't that like uh, Kenny Rogers' song? Uh, speaking of people <laughs> standing up and. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> nice segue. Standing up for the wrong way. Uh, both Carhartt and Ford have announced that they are continuing with their vaccine mandates for workers um, at their companies after the Supreme Court knocked down the OSHA rule. So, um, good on the Supreme Court for knocking it down. It's not really OSHA's space to be doing that. Um, I agree. Kind of completely unprecedented. But, you know, hey, whatever. I think it should be a, a capitalist move if you decide that that's what you're mandating for your staff. Then do it. Um, I I personally don't think that it's a good move by any company to do so. And we're looking at the trucking industry right now, and the like you mentioned with your company, we're not worried about the white collar people in the office or anything like that. We're talking about the people. Yeah, it was that are, the thirty five percent of the mostly plant workers that yeah <laughs> were set to be canned at the end of the year. Well, so. and they're pushing for a movement. Like, who are you going to find to hire? It's it's hard to get anybody to to work. Restaurants are closing down early. Fast food restaurants are no longer twenty four hours. They just don't have the staff, and they're even petitioning or not petitioning, but they're they're putting it out on the platform. Like we'll pay you fifteen dollars an hour to come work here, you know, and, and they're not getting workers. Is that why I'm seeing twenty dollar an hour minimum wage things popping up? Probably, <laughs> probably. It's, it's force and, and driving, and it's going to get worse. These truckers take off, man. We we, we talked about it last week that, uh, you know, Meyer, not a sponsor yet, was uh, pretty lean on the poultry product and the pork and meat products altogether. But what happens when the trucking industry says, yeah, you know what, this vaccine mandate is, is kind of bull crap, and guess what? I'll uh, I'll go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. I'll go dig ditches. I'll you know retire. Whatever. Yeah, I'll go, it, it, I'll go work at McDonald's. We're paying fifteen bucks yeah. an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll do that. Nobody's bringing them to meet, but I'll go do that. Yeah, that's uh, 
So that's um, Ford and uh, Carhartt. So I saw some, uh, obviously, I'm sure everybody's been on social media and seen the the Carhartt videos. So it's like the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Everyone's burning their Nike stuff. People are burning their Carhartt clothes. I'm like, listen, man. You're wearing a Carhartt hat right now. I do. I have one on right now. I'm giving them a minute. But I just told Bob the other day we were talking about it. And I go, well, I'm not going to like destroy the stuff I've already purchased. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. going to go out and buy anything. No, new. I'll just go buy Dickies. Exactly. Yes, I agree. Don't burn your jersey. Don't burn your bibs. Don't don't, don't burn, burn this hat. This is a good looking hat. Thank is, you, thank you, Carhartt, for nice making a good looking hat. hat before you, you know, did something that I don't agree with. But guess what? You have the right to do. We were talking about this the other day. Cool. Stand your ground. You have a right to do what what's whatever you want, whatever you want, and so do I. And so I will just no longer give you my money. Right. And and it doesn't. So, but that sucks because they make good shit. As far as workwear goes, we really don't have a ton of options and Carhartt, and Carhartt is is, about it. is a really good sure apparel line they make really good quality apparel and you pay for it right well Carhartt's also now become a name brand so like yeah they're like trendy like trendy yeah. like all the girls in their Carhartt hats you know and everybody so likes Carhartt until they got to do Carhartt stuff exactly <laughs> and yeah. so uh it's becoming a thing and good for them and so hey Will it stand? Will they get people to come work? I don't know if they really care. There's a ton of. They, I mean, they're they're a nationwide company, right? So oh yeah, they're doing business. Uh, well, and, they started Dearborn. Uh, is their yeah. headquarters? Is that right? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. No, they. Uh, so they were like hard to find in the earlier years, and up until probably the past five to ten years, and now they have storefronts and stuff, so you can oh. like go to a shopping mall and jump in the Carhartt store. I I underspoke. She go Nation, protest out obviously in front it's of nation, right. <laughs> Obviously it's nationwide, but well, it's, it's worldwide. Say, I meant to say global, like well, it's yeah, global. worldwide, yeah, like it is not just here. So I think they'll be fine, but um, you know, whatever. I I I get. Hey, guess what? I'm sure Dickie Polar. Polar's another brand. I don't know if they're still making stuff, but I have a Polar jacket. That thing is awesome, and it's essentially exactly the same thing that Carhartt is. But Polar is it's the called brand. Polar, yeah. not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet. But <laughs> anyways, we have a lot of not sponsors yet. Oh, I'm gonna fire them out all night long. That's my line, boys. I'm here for the intro, the outro, and not a sponsor yet. Speaking of uh, somebody who we don't want to be a sponsor, Jay, you were mentioning something about Tito's. Yeah, so we were kind of getting onto the whole or continuing on with social um, activism and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The, and speaking the, of alcohol, what you were calling it earlier global what? Um, Welfare, warfare, uh, business. That what you were talking. You said you named. You had another name for it. economic destruction. No, you're something. just making up words. You were saying like right something now. corporation. Like I love lamp. Social media corporation. Something. He is totally. He's blank. He doesn't yeah, know. Yeah. You had a really good word for it. it. It made me think that you were super intelligent when you said it. Yeah, use well, that big was, brain. But, We're gonna, um, yeah, yeah. A couple beers since then. Look at the brain on Chris. But no, so Tito's, I'm sure everyone's seen on Facebook. Uh, I actually had not heard about this until you oh, mentioned it. Really? I haven't heard about it. So uh, I don't have very many redneck friends, though, that would be all worried about this. I'm, Hold on a minute. <laughs> so as, as far as I understand, Tito's is a vodka brand, right? Yep. Okay. It's a vodka brand. It's company, Are they like obviously. Grey Goose where they just, it's a pure marketing thing, like there's nothing special about their vodka, um, they just charge, what, 20, 25 bucks for a fifth? They say it's homemade vodka. Handmade. I, 
Handmade, sorry. Homemade. Well, hey, isn't all of it? Um, I'm just reading, telling you what I remember reading. So, handmade vodka. (laughs) From their label? (laughs) Because I see the the handmade (laughs) right there. So I got a bottle of Tito's up on the bar there. Do I need to break it and throw it in the trash? No, we'll drink it tonight. (laughs) But uh, apparently, so they are against certain gun rights and hunting rights. Now, that was the way it was specified. So, whether it's all gun rights and all hunting rights, I don't really know. But they dump a decent portion of their money into lobbying against certain gun rights and certain hunting rights is what it said in the article I read. And the the owner is, like, apparently a massive dog lover, and they also dump money into uh, dog saving stuff and also, like, something along – I read this now again – I might be a little off, but something about like dog rights and like making certain things that you people like do. Like you to, can't beat your dog. Wow. Well, like, like Jay, why why do you want to beat your dog? No, 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 no. But like they're like literally was saying that like they, they think that <laughs> dogs dogs' lives dog? and humans' lives are of the same, right? Uh, sure. Which is a little excessive. I don't particularly feel that way. Dude, it's 2022. Nothing is excessive anymore. Yeah, fuck. We got M&Ms that are uh, personified now. Yeah. So what you're telling me is, is that I need to take my Carhartt jacket, douse it in a bottle of tequila or Tito's yep. uh, vodka, not Put it tequila, in the bed of a Ford truck. And put, put it in, in the bed, bed of my of Ford, Ford truck. And roll it downhill. And sprinkle some M&Ms on top of it <laughs> and light the fuck around fire. Is that what's and, going and on? And take it to the train station. <laughs> yeah. Take, take it to the train <laughs> Good Yellowstone reference. Nicely done. Okay. Well, hey, I'm all about them advocating for animal rights. Yeah. And but we we all I I mean everybody should should be allowed to just beat your dog. That you have to have hunting to mitigate the population of the animal herd. Right now, right. This is all important. Should have seen the outcry what was it last summer or something where they were doing a controlled hunt in like the city limits of Ann Arbor because the deer population was so out of control in the city limits of because of the parks and everything. Well, yeah, but the amount of people that just went crazed and were like freaking out about this, they're like, you can't kill our deer. And it's like, I feed that thing corn. Well, that's why it's massive. Yeah. And it's also had three kids, uh, you know, 17 by now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I can't get over this. Don't worry about your car getting, you know, ran into or you hitting a deer uh, or whatever. Yeah. The amount of, or what is it? The uh, probability of you hitting a deer based on the current deer population versus the deer population in 2030 per se or per se that um well we're, if we we're, stopped hunting you're saying yeah what i'm saying is, is that we're, we're yeah. well, that's the all... next generation coming up of kids that are going to be our age eventually are going to be soft as shit and not go out hunting they're not going to go out fishing we're not going to maintain this this um uh, the uh, food chain naturally, and we're gonna we're gonna start being pushed out of our local neighborhoods based on the wild animal population if it's not taken care of by having hunting season. That's why we we have specific seasons for all well, of yeah. these things. Well, hey, I mean that's why deer season is so large. But obviously, it's harvesting, right? You have to harvest the animals. Otherwise, they take control. Yeah. What so, happens if you let your corn your corn crop grow and you don't pick it, and then it 
winter comes and it goes back into the ground. Well, hey, do you want your you harvest? Do you all want your insurance to be more expensive? Right. Did you guys you know, want your corn syrup or not? Did, well, did you guys know that the insurance companies drive the amount of deer you can kill per season? Is that right? I did not know that. Yeah. So like, so again, everything's connected. But so if people are hitting a massive amount of deer, that means the population is up, and so then so they're gonna allow you more tags. So they allow you more tags ah. <laughs> to take away to help with the insurance. Dude, people don't understand how much in the insurance companies run in the world. Like it's crazy. I now that you mention it, I can totally see that yep. being the case. Yep. So well, it'll it, be interesting to see what they do then for this. Uh, purported 40 percent 40 spike in prime age deaths that they're having to pay out life insurance benefits ah, for. isn't that something too bad they didn't have a covid rider on there is it prime uh, age deaths from hitting deer no just an increase <laughs> no, from of dying. prime age deaths hunting no when you say deaths. when you say prime age to yeah, i think prime, 64 like, i'm in my prime mm-hmm. So, Eight, wait, I'm sorry. What was the gap? 18, 18 to, to 64? What? Yes, I believe to 64. 18 to 64 is prime? Your prime age. It might be to 50. Fuck yeah, 50 I'm in my prime, guys. Prime oh, age. Anyways. We are in our prime. <laughs> Apparently, a 10% increase is considered a once in a 100 year event, and we're at 40% increase to 2018 or to 2019, I believe. So, And this is health ins- or life, life insurance? Life insurance payouts. Not uh, auto insurance. Huh. Wow. On the insurance. Or... Just talking about again, insurance, again, insurance yeah. we'll, in we'll general. See what they do to mitigate those risks. Damn. Yeah, the, your premiums are going to go up. Damn. I mean, hey, you're in your prime. Well, a lot of people are dying in the prime, so <laughs> you pay an extra twenty five dollars. <laughs> Assholes. God, I was hoping I'd get paid out on that policy. And what you were asking about, and what I had said earlier, was uh, companies have taken on a the social justice, and you know are moving to be more than just a regular company. They're trying to become a social justice company with an issue that they're going after, right. which it, all seems to kind see, of fit into um, the great reset. Oddly enough, I, right. I didn't mean to well, go down that rabbit hole. Oh no, but, but we've all been listening yeah. and um, not being able to have meat. There's a reason why the, all this plant-based stuff has been, you know, shoved down our throats as the next big food trend, even though nobody buys it. Like could it my all be a big a food setup? company? I, I Believe it is. Like it started early. Yeah. See, you we've know. been working on developing plant based substitutes for our normal yeah, meat and protein. dairy products yeah. and stuff. Well, I that mentioned we sell. it earlier uh, and, high fructose uh, corn syrup. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. And that was a way of getting away from regular sugar, wasn't it? Was you using the uh, oh, it's by- probably a cheaper alternative. The, the byproduct of trying to move corn? away from animal based proteins and um, stuff. So mm-hmm. moving towards that, nobody wants to buy that stuff. We'll spend a year developing product, get it out on shelf, and it right. tanks. Well, and Joe Rogan's onto something. That's probably why Neil Young's pissed off. Mm-hmm. But you know, furthermore, uh, so we're still kind of talking about that social justice thing. Let's talk about M and M's jumping out ahead of it. Like, I don't. I fully don't. I, so okay, they made a change. Well, they're Im- implementing a change well, to be more inclusive. Well, everybody gets freaking butthurt about everything nowadays. So, <laughs> And it seems like people, like companies are deciding like, hey, before we're a target, they're like, not not to kind of do the Eminem, Eminem thing here, but Eminem, the rapper, went out there and said, yeah, I'm 
you know, a piece of shit white kid from the trailer park. What else he got, right? So he's calling himself out before anybody can give him a hard oh, time. He better get ahead of the curve. Uh, Maz Spaghetti is not very gender inclusive, so. Him and Kid Rock, I'll tell you. But so M&M's is now changing their ad campaign to like take high heels off from the lady M&M's. We're talking about their, Honestly, their ad it, characters. Yeah. So they put out a bunch of jargon, which is just lip service, I would say. And they're like, oh, we're trying to be a better global inclusive company, which whatever. Fine. OK, that's fine. You Do know. we need a big announcement but, about it? You know, if you kind of look at it. So the M&M people. And I was just thinking about it. The Eminem characters or whatever were, I believe, created in the 90s. So during that time, it was a lot different. Mm-hmm. I guess it kind of makes sense that your women Eminem were going to be on the more sexier side because that was the 90s. You know, we all grew up with mm-hmm. Abercrombie yeah, you and were, you know, all of that sex. So we're going to have eyelashes. So like, yeah. Mid 2000s or yeah. whatever. Or Eyelashes. 2010s. Um, yeah. High heels. Big full know. lips. A little more, yeah, lipstick. A little more feminine. Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. Yeah. Perfect. Stiffy. But tell me, so with the change, does the peanut M&M still have a dad bod or not? Because that's all I'm really worried about. So. The only ones that changed were the brown M&M's glasses went from black to brown her lips went from like a different shade of brown that were like giant into a different brown okay so that's the emo uh m and m i like this let's let's rattle down them and i'll guess what they're yeah. gonna be so then the other one was the green m M&M. and oh by the way so like the women m M&M used to have their skin like was showing and one of the men's skin was showing well now, he was wearing a t-shirt now or sorry no, but like the legs or whatever. But now oh, every okay. M M&M and M is like covered in like a to long tell. sleeve. Mm. Oh, they said they just changed it to a light tone of whatever their color is. Yeah. So like a light green, a light brown well, instead of white. It was oh. well, they they originally had like skin colored, and now they're white at their like sleeves. They can't be oh. white anymore. White ain't right. So it's not like skin color anymore. It's like a white shirt it looks like a shirt so they're covered and then so they're the wearing green, a rash guard yeah and then the green m&m lady she's a girl she had uh boots like everybody else but then they gave her like sneakers like white sneakers okay and then the other girl m&m she had high heels and they changed them from high heels to like low like like uh pumps work like work girl heels, like so it went from a six inch heel to like a three stubby inch heel. Oh, they should have put her in a pair of flats. They're way more comfortable. Yeah. So the the really uh, the biggest change, I guess, they were saying on that video that I was watching when we were sitting here talking about it was um, the brown. He just kept saying something about the brown M M&M, and M. The way they changed everything about her and covered her up, and but she had like. I don't know, yellow skin or whatever before they covered her up. No. I I don't know. All right. They well, also changed the personalities or updated them. So that I the one yeah. that was more goofy or dim-witted, they're trying yeah, to race peanut M&M. Uh, the yellow peanut M&M, right? I don't know. I really don't understand the point of advertising candy. Are we really that's, like following right. like candy advertisements? <laughs> okay, yes. See. Yes, perhaps they do. So they like covered her skin. And then the one that was um, the the more alpha male, they calmed that down. The lip color stays the same as the body. What was the alpha male, you say? They calmed down his attitude to be more of a team player. I always thought he was a little more Billy Crystal-ish. The red M&M. Oh, 
cynical and likes to sing uh, show tunes. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Okay, well, at any rate, M&Ms, do what you want to do, but don't make a, a big announcement about it. They have to, and they just got a week's worth of press out of this. Why the heck not? I, yeah, they pretty yeah, much you know. covered them up head to toe so you can't see their skin color at all, and they changed the girls to go from a little more sexy to a little less sexy and more, like, sporty spice on the green M&M and then, like, miss I work in the office for the brown M&M. Literally, mm-hmm. all the other ones pretty much stayed the same. I had no idea the, the specific genders of the M&Ms because I, you know, really don't pay attention to the M&M there's, commercials. There's the old one. You can see how, like, the green and the green and brown are a little sexy showing me a picture here. Yep. And uh-huh. Oh, that'll work well on the podcast. That. Yeah, that orange one with the pretzel, that looks good. Anyways, yes. all right. Well, hey, I think it's um. I, I guess if that's what floats your boats, Mars, and that's what you want to do, then then do you know it. what? But You're using their platforms to change the minds of the masses. All these companies, whatever. Yeah, well, let's tweet your own. Oh, we could we could go on for days. It's, it, you know what? Nowadays, worry we as a people are so smart that we're actually getting smart to this kind of shit. Now there are those ones that buy into everything they see on Facebook and they listen to everything that gets released on their favorite company. But as time goes on, people are getting smarter. They're doing their own research. It's only going to work for so long before there's no longer like this collective mind. It's just going to be everybody thinks differently about everything. So I kind of wanted to take a different take on this. Quick with the candy. Does advertising for candy actually make you guys sway you at all on what you buy or what you eat? Yeah, no, but their sales don't come from you and I. Come your kids. I want M and M's. I want you know because they're cool characters. I, the character doesn't persuade uh, me. I guess on that, yeah. but it's mostly for kids. You know, they're the ones that are sitting here most of the time watching TV, anyways. That's why they're and that's why they do the Santa Claus stuff. And, <laughs> you know, the kids want M and M's. I want M and M's. I'm, I'm grabbing M and M's when you go inside. He does exist. So that's, per- that's my theory, but no, not me personally. No, I'm I'm not big into the candy thing either. It doesn't make me want to jump up and run down to the, the corner store and grab uh, Reese's or an M&M's or I something like that. I do love Reese's. But I do love Fig Newtons. The only candies um, that I eat are ones that I have an emotional attachment to, either from my grandparents or from my parents. Warther's but- and Andy's Mints. Andy's Mints from my grandma. <laughs> Nacos, actually. Oh, those <laughs> Nacos are the worst. And peanut M and M's and Mister Good Bars for the my dad. Worst fucking human ever. All odd candies. You know what does get me going though? If I'm watching, um, like a TikTok or a uh, Facebook video of Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports doing a pizza review, I immediately crave pizza. I do love his pizza reviews. They're great. I like Dave Portnoy. I'm sure he'd be an asshole to me, but I'd like Didn't to meet him. did he get accused of rape like three different times or something? And that's the first I've heard of that. Yeah, he had some stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I've heard him be accused of like racial slurs and oh. some other random things. But I mean, there is a lawsuit out from a woman against Drake for putting hot sauce in his rubber. You know I mean? Hey, worse things have happened. Because that's a big difference. Well, if it was in it, that on would it hurt or him. in it. If it was on it, that would hurt her. I'm assuming it was in it. Why would he want to hurt his own penis? Because he no after the 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 um relations were had. Oh, to kill the uh, like when he put it in the in the kill, trash to kill the sperm. Hey, nobody would know what would happen 
if she didn't go to the bathroom after him and take the condom and squeeze it into right, her Right, so why would she taco. Su- she's suing him for doing that? That's the yeah, smartest thing I've it ever burnt, heard. It burnt her vagina. She tried to shove it in there to get pregnant by him. Yes. like he, Why did he not flush it down the toilet? You what can't flush him down the toilet. It's yeah, not good to I do mean, that. If you're at the hotel, whatever. Yeah, it's the hotel. What? No, come <laughs> on. The, like, oh, God, best no. Western. That's going, it goes down the toilet in my own house sometimes. Oh, my goodness. You, you, I know. Is it hard to put it in a wad of toilet paper? and throw yes, it in the, uh, in the trash can like, the next day all of a sudden a my dog, dog is yeah. running around with it okay that's a good point i don't have i don't have a dog but yes you have I, cats uh, well danelle had a family dog that just yeah. loved underwear speaking of flushing <laughs> them you guys want to hear a funny story real quick well so, i think we got time for it so much. should we try to call bren again <laughs> so my oh god i thought that was a spider about to fall from your ceiling that's nope. freaking star Oh yeah, those stars. Oh, Anyways, gosh, that's um, another story. So we was this is I don't know. I couldn't tell you the year, but I think I was 16 years oldish. I have a good feeling where this is going. And my dad had to get the septic pumped, and the the guy who pumped the septic was our neighbor. So the guy comes over and he's pumping our septic, or he's getting ready to pump the septic. Right. So we dig the hole, we find the the, the lid. Was this because there was an issue, or just like yeah, we needed it? Yeah, none, none of the drains were working. We needed it pumped. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it was yeah, we're having backups. Either that or it was full. Yeah, full. We had backups. I don't know. So the dude yanks, pops the lid off, right? Mm-hmm. And I shit you not. Just condom after condom <laughs> after condom. Like it, you would think like. Because the, the, hole, the hole for that thing is pretty big. Like, it's a manhole cover, right? Yeah, it's you could large. put a body in there. Dude, I shit you, probably like a foot thick of that came out like a sausage cylinder of condoms. Just because of the out suction of, the of yeah, yeah. pulling the lid off? Yep, it just came out, and then it was about that many. <laughs> it, it's like condoms and tampons. And you're like, well, you have two my, boys and two yeah, girls, don't you? Between the two older, my older siblings and me, by the time I had gotten there, a few of them bad boys have been flushed down the toilet to, to be unscathed from mom. And we're not even counting the ones your well, dad flushed down so the toilet. So here's the best part. So my, you can see the embarrassment in my dad's face, and I'm sitting there laughing because I'm like, I know what those are. You're, and you're like nine years old. And you're, no, it's I was all like, Brian. I was like 15, 16-ish when this happened. And so I know what and those it's, are. it's the guy and his son, and his son's my age. So I'm sitting there like laughing. <laughs> Elbowing each He's other. He's laughing. <laughs> The dad, Did you raise your hand and go, those are all mine? No. So <laughs> here's my dad Guilty. goes, literally my dad goes, I can't remember if he said fucking kids or damn kids. He goes, I don't even use those. Right. He made sure to mention that none of those are his. And so I just remember being just laughing. So then the really, the really kicker, I, I should apologize to this kid on air right now. About a week later, I ran into him. Now, we didn't go to the same school, even though we were right next to each other, because we were I was right on the border of the neighboring school. So my parents drove us up the road a mile, or we had to walk either way to get on a bus to go to the, to the other neighborhood yep. or the other district or whatever. And so I never saw him, but it was fair week. So I saw him at the fair, and we don't we didn't really hang out or talk very much. So I didn't know what to say to him. So I was like, I just instantly jumped into the septic talk about the condoms. Yeah. And so I was like, Poor and he kid. was in front of like a couple of his friends and a couple of girls. And oh, I no. totally, you could see the look on his face. Like, thanks a lot. Asshole. You totally for, doxed him right for there. For bringing up the fact that we, me and my dad, you know, pump shit oh, for a living. God. But I was just nervous. And I like the interview with yeah. uh, Ben Simon. Uh, I it do always that. comes back. It, that's why I said, it. dude, it's not the first time. And it won't be the only time. Oh, so anyways, I think his name, if I can don't remember, say it, don't ben. say it. No, just, I just think his if name he's, is ben. List, he's not listening, but if he was, I feel bad about that. 
That's pretty shitty. To this dude. day. Pun intended. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I saw what I did there. <laughs> so anyways, funny story about uh, condoms down the toilet. Anywho. Oh, my gosh. On. Well, moving on. Speaking of condoms down the toilet. <laughs> I feel like it's going to go. I know. That, that right. was the segue. Come on, no, do there, it. There's no segue for this one. <laughs> if you guys are in the Grand Rapids area and you need to get your skate sharpened, go ahead and check out True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Oh, there you go. And if you're going to flush condoms down the toilet, save them and flush them down their toilet. And while we're at it, we did receive a chirp from Robin Stockwell, our lovely lady that's on uh, Jay and my and Brent's um, co-ed team. Can you sound less NPR right she, now? She, well, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of NPR. I'm sorry. Um, she gave us a good chirp. She was over at True Edge getting her skates cut and sent us a picture of our little billboard that we have on the desk. And uh, noted that we didn't have any business cards in the business card slot. So, Robin, I will see you not this weekend, but next weekend at the hockey tournament. And I have a free skate sharpening for you, brought to you by True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. And just chirping. Just chirping. Congratulations, Robin. We have a button for that. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'll find it later. We'll do it next time. You guys want to get into some ho- hockey I topics? I would like to get into some hockey. Cool. Well, let's um, let's get into some hockey. Uh, I'm just going through my notes here deciding which one I want to start with. So you guys probably didn't catch it, but I did. I was uh, watching ESPN+. Plus. I know. Not a big deal. Not a and sponsor yet. You're supposed to say that. They're not a sponsor yet either. Um, Nashville, I think it was last night. Nashville was playing Seattle, and uh, the the two people calling the game, it was a, a guy and a girl pair, which was cool, you know, to have a, a girl's input or whatnot. But um, it that it was like watching an Olympic figure skating duo out there, and then they're talking about it. So oh. I bet you'd fit right in. Ooh. You could be the third third commentator with them. Yeah, I could be what was that guy's name? Dang it. Yeah, brain fart. Anyway, Roman you, you Roman Yossi's taking the puck from behind the net. Please he stop. makes a across a, a cross ice pass. And then they're up into the neutral zone. Wow, what a nice dismount he had on that uh on that turnover. It was ridiculous. I couldn't handle myself. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? I had to change the channel. I actually went back and watched the Edmonton Vancouver game. Really? Yeah, I I couldn't stand it. I could I could I couldn't handle it. I think it reminds me of that um, Beth Mowens who talks on the uh, NFL uh, football games there, and uh, she just has a voice that you want to punch. For the audience, if you can hear that rustling, Jay's making a paper airplane in the background. Well, right now. I have ADD really <laughs> bad. I'm sorry. So yeah. I'm just trying to imagine it because I didn't see it. So I'm just trying to imagine her being like, there goes the puck into the corner. And he's like, yeah, look at that guy. I know. They, it, gosh, it, it was – if you if you watched the game or caught any of it, you guys know what I'm talking about. I know it's not a great topic. It's, it's kind of stupid, but I just stuck out in my mind last night that I – have to mention it on the show. So go back and you'll probably find a clip or something and just listen to these two clowns as they're they're talking hockey with no excitement. And it's like we're whispering. I, I thought I was watching golf. 
<laughs> yeah, I could. I would. I would just. Wait, do, why didn't you just switch over to the other broadcasters? I. It, it you know, that's another craw that I have lately. Uh, ESPN Plus is only offering one broadcast. What? Yeah, they always used to offer both broadcasts. They offered both broadcasts, so I try both of them. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, sorry, we can't help you. Nothing's here." Huh. Perhaps like, they can oh, great. send some of their commentators that they're not sending to the Olympics out to these hockey games. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Holy crap, look at that curve. Speaking of guys not going to the Olympics, um, you guys hear about uh, Panita and uh, uh, Jordan Zuban's um, little tussie that turned into a complete cancellation of Panita based on a gesture that was um, felt to have been racially. Um... I did not until you mentioned it tonight. Earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So more or less, they got a tussie, and then apparently he's being accused. So again, big time, terrible footage. He's being canceled over yep. this. Wait, I, terrible footage for actually watching. So you, there's not much that like because the actual uh, broadcast like went back to the goalie when all this happened. So then it was a, a video that came from a fan. Yes. That got released or whatever. But, you know, in the video, you can see a little bit. It did not look racially uh, because they were trying to say, like, he was doing, making some kind of, like, monkey. They were saying that he was making a monkey or a gorilla gesture. But I I watched it with you. We watched it before the show because I had wrote that down. I mean, it's all over. You you know, if if, if, uh, Just Chirpin isn't the first hockey podcast you listen to of the week, you've already heard this a few times, but we're going to offer you our take on it. And watching that video, even even before hearing about the buzz about this or uh, Panita's uh, apology in regards to the way it was perceived, I would not have thought twice about the gesture that he made as being more of, like, come at me, bro. Well, it was like a, ooh, big tough guy. Like, right, he has his arms out, his shoulders lifted like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Like, tough guy. Which so, it could also be perceived so, as a gorilla or a monkey. But what are we what are we well, reaching at here? Right, it's a reach. But here's the thing. Did he make any gestures verbally? And that's to be foreseen. He well, said he did really not make a verbal gesture. Huh. Okay, yeah. He didn't say anything verbally, like uh, making a noise. Well, or a verbal gesture saying, could be like an implication, right? Like implying, like he could have went, oh, oh, oh. right. You know, that would be a verbal implication, I guess. I think I think he's right on that, Chris. Do you, do you disagree? Sure. I don't know. You do disagree or you agree? I disagree on that, but anyways. Well, okay. well I was just asking the, the college grad Oh, he's just breaking you down on the way you said it. Right, I, well, I'm yeah. saying, should I have said verbal gesture or verbal implication? What would be most appropriate there? Well, obviously, you didn't like the verbal gesture, so verbal implication, would that would be what I would He was a poli-sci major. He has no idea. I was not. I took an English class once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, so yeah. yeah, unless he did, which... Nobody's saying that he said anything. They're just saying that it was a physical gesture so so far. But he do, – do you actually want to pull that video yeah, up? Yeah, I can pop that it video It would be up. the um, – I didn't even notice it in the video clip that I watched of the fight. I it, didn't yeah, even see it Yeah, it's so happen. hard to see, but he does have his arms stretched. It is literally like – because what do you call a guy who wants to fight on the ice? In hockey, what do you call a guy? If someone was a fighter – they say they say I tough was guy, a tough big guy. guy. They just always say I was a tough guy. All right, tough guy. What are you oh, a tough yeah. guy? What are you a tough guy? And especially with the old timers, like a tough guy is a big term thrown around in the hockey world. So whether he did or it didn't, I'm not advocating 
I don't know, but from right. what I saw, he did not do a because a monkey the arms would have been curled and you would have been itching at your armpits. I think that's more of a monkey <laughs> type of gesture. Yeah, or one arm up and the other one itching, right. or peeling or a banana or, or something chest, like that. Like a gorilla, like yep. okay, that one maybe flinging your poop but to just like get your shoulders up. Like if anybody wanted to do their do a bodybuilder or a tough guy thing, you would lift your shoulders and stick your arms out. And you walk, and like you would walk with your with the waddle. waddle. Yeah, yep. And that's yep. exactly what I saw him doing. So he he lost his job in the East Coast Le- Hockey League with um, South Carolina. Um, he's off the Olympic team. Um, I mean, he, his life is completely wrecked. I mean, he's been canceled one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So this video, I'm not sure when this video came out. Whether it was after all of those proceedings had been mention i think this personally i think this video came out before the shit hit the fan and it was starting to get some buzz he wanted to get something out there so we got a, a 223 you can play as much of it as you want yeah yeah, just play it we probably got an ad coming up through here it's through tmz that's right and it's gonna take forever to load but i i, I think you think with what you I, pay for cable around here your internet would be a little faster you, you would think so i just don't I don't know. I mean, good grief. I feel like with the the ads or the um, the companies, Carhartt, Ford, Tito's, M&M's, all of this stuff, are we making mountains out of molehills when when we don't need to? They are when well, they're dude, trying to. Dude, you're ruining to. some guy's life over, in, over someone accusing him. Like, that's effed up. I don't know. Like, I mean, let's even, have a trial even, here. Even PK Zuban, his older brother, who's in the end, he had made comments about it. And I, I'm not saying racism isn't there. I mean, we're talking about a sport that is 90 some odd percent white, and we're pennies on the dollar for being well, you're of also color. Talking about a sport, so okay, yeah, okay. Let's let's dive into that for a quick second, and and this is. Maybe we're talking out of our realm or what we, we should even be commenting Well, first on. off, we're currently three white guys sitting around talking mm-hmm. and four if Brent's here, right? Yep. Um, we, we've we never experienced it. There's, but we've never been on the end where we're saying anything derogatory to no. uh, somebody of color that's in, in hockey. No, we've played against... Uh, other ethnicities, ethnic, oh ethnicities. We're playing against I mean, other ethnicities. Hockey, hockey is for everyone, and it if you have everyone. passion for the sport, I don't care what color, color you are. I no. even if I was a little bit racist, which I'm not, but that wouldn't be the place for it because it, it, it's a common ground. I don't want to say even if it was to like okay it. Yeah, I don't mean I it like that. Mean, I'm, I, I'm I thank you for it, saying yeah. that. I don't mean it that way. It's just to take it and say like to to say okay, look at it from this side. But no, what I'm you, you have to understand, not you have to understand like you people. But we we all have to understand. What, what needs to be taken into consideration is this is a very expensive sport that is you know, mainly aims and targets wealthier people, which well, you just based in on it, numbers and statistics <laughs> and numbers and statistics. I think he's going to bring it around most, no. The mass, most of wealthier people are the white people, right? And these rural or these uh, nicer areas, which is where rinks yeah, are typically of built. structural barriers that have held people back, Jay. Absolutely. Yeah. The no, gentrification. that's not to say, Well, no, we're talking about... Uh, uh, social racism, right? So, anyways, what I'm saying is, you have all these people, 
and all of a sudden they get they get they like you said how many how many people of of the African American race have you played against all in your in your lifetime? Um, I would I would venture to say I've probably played against you know less than twenty people that weren't exactly like me and skin weren't Caucasian over over my hockey career. Yeah. Not not a whole lot. And now that's a sad thing. I think it should be higher. Oh, I agree. Higher. Oops, and, we're, and we're talking from our well, small little actually, bubble here in Grand could, Rapids, could, Michigan. Well, in, in all honesty, Kamala Kamala Harris mm-hmm. is is looking to get money for funding into research as to why there aren't more black people into hockey and to try to get well, more it, black people into and the hockey. US USA hockey has a movement where they're they're pushing for uh try hockey for free. And even locally here, yeah. the Grand Rapids Youth Foundation is a program sponsored by the Grand Rapids Griffins to bring hockey to some less unfortunate areas. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's expensive. It is a very expensive sport. The ice is expensive. It's not so much. Well, the equipment is kind of expensive, but it's the ice that's the most expensive that I you think, pay for. I think what you're trying to, to put into the perception is that, you know, there was a time where, yeah, it, you know, the white people were quote unquote superior to those of color. That's no longer the case. It never was back then for, for that matter, in my personal opinion. I think all of us collectively would agree that that's not the case. Well, no, I just, I just saying like, you know, you, you have to look at it and say, okay, there's a lot of reasons as to why the culture is different on the ice. It doesn't okay anything like this ever in any situation, obviously. Right. But what I'm just saying is, like, you, you, I'm a scientific lawyer, so I could sit here and say, well, I'm not saying that it makes it any less or any worse. I'm just saying it, there's no wonder that these accusations can be made because I guarantee that dude, I'm just wondering that if- dude has probably heard a lot in his career some racial-ass mm-hmm. shit, I'm sure. And then it all just comes barreling down. And that's horrible. Zuban. That that should never be the case. Well, yeah, that sucks, right? I mean, Zuban... Uh, well, Pika- you guys call me a terrorist on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I know how it feels. So, PK is is a predominant name in the NHL, right? And he's got a couple of brothers that are playing hockey. Um, they're... African Americans, they're African Canadians rather. Uh, they're from Canada, and they've grown up around a ton of white people. And I'm it's sure it's not racial; it's it's cultural, right? It's I'm not sure racial, shit has cultural. been said, and I think that's horrible. And it, it, it to me, it, it, it's it's despicable as all get out. And I don't want to okay, I don't want to okay it. In any way, shape, or form, and say, "Oh, because, because." I'm just saying. I'm not justifying it. I, I just don't think at the same time that the first thing should be, "Oh, you're being racist." Like, okay, hold on. Did he say something racist? Right. Did he make a gesture that was extreme? Because I think the punch to the back of the head while he was fighting from the other player. That that's was more, more egregious, egregious than yeah. his uh, tough guy pose. Yes, like and that's, like why are we talking about that? When have you ever seen that in history? I have watched a lot of fights. I've never watched another man come in and punch one of the fighters in the back of the head while he's fighting. Well, I'm interested to see what comes of it because obviously it's under investigation and the refs have not spoken out about what they heard. But he was announced when he got his penalty and kicked out of the game that it was for racial intimidation. So maybe there was something that came from the refs saying it, or maybe they just ran with it and thought they saw something that they didn't. But 
let's go ahead and roll um the audio of uh panita's um take on it we haven't heard from zuby yeah he so. like spoke out publicly and did a release of his view so yep Jacob Panetta, and I would like to address the incident that happened between the South Carolina's Stingrays this past Saturday in the East Coast Hockey League. Jordan Subin and I were talking in a heated manner when the linesman got between us. When the linesman was between us, I said to him, you're only tough once the refs get involved. And I did a tough guy bodybuilder-like gesture towards him. I've made the same bodybuilder gesture to non-racialized players a number of times when there have been on-ice confrontations. There is video from previous games which demonstrate this. My actions towards Jordan were not because of race and were not intended as a racial gesture. I did not contemplate at the time that it would be perceived by some as a racial gesture. And I attempted to convey this to Jordan when we were sent to the dressing room during the game. I was confused after the incident until I saw and told how people viewed it because of the players involved. I want to reiterate that no racial slurs, noises, or anything of like were said by me during the incident. I see now from Jordan's reaction that he and others certainly viewed it as a racial gesture and that my actions have caused a great deal of anger and upset to Jordan, his family, and countless others. I want to express to everyone, and especially Jordan, that my actions were not racially motivated at all. And I sincerely apologize for the pain and suffering and anger that my actions have caused him, his family, and everyone who was hurt by this. However unintentional my actions were, I acknowledge the impact of my gesture and will commit to better understand the impact going forward. Those who know me understand that this gesture was not intended to be racial. This is not who I am. It is not how I have been raised. But at the same time, I need to and will learn from There you have it. So, obviously, he's really, really emotional over all this. Could you imagine? Erase all the emotionalism. Hey, bro, you just, like, you're done. And that sucks. And so... I would, you know, in his case, he'd probably almost suck a D to get back to where he was. But even if, however, that being said, if you're, this is all happening when, when that was false, like falsely accused, then, then I now like, you know what I mean? And he does, he looks upset again. I did not see it. He said nothing was said. So I guarantee when the refs speak out, nothing's going to be said. Cause if it was, they would have released that right away. Mm-hmm. They would have been like, nope, he the ref said he said it, done freaking deal, but nobody's released that yet. We haven't heard anything of because that. Because they have to react, right? With right, right, right. See, that's where I get so crazy. Uh, do you think it's an overreaction by the East Coast Hockey League, his um, his, no. ja- his South Carolina no. team? They, they can always bring him back. The Olympics? They can always bring him back. So to, to scrub him right away, act now, otherwise. look what Chicago did. They swept things under the rug to win the win the cup. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So yep, act now, fire him now. That way it doesn't look like we hit anything. You can reinstate and him. And then we can reinstate afterwards, him after I, it's all blown over. I just really saw that as a bodybuilder pose. 
and taunting and tomfoolery on the ice, you know, shit like that. Well, listen, he was punching him while he was on the ground. Now, okay, say he did say something racist. You don't get to become an animal and take your skate off and try to stab a guy Mm -hmm. just because he said something racist. If he did say something racist, you have to, hey, cool, you know, brush it off. So I think we need to get back to the punches to the back of the head while he was on the ground by Zuban. Also, the punch to the back of the head or sucker punch from the I don't I didn't get the guy's name or number, but the sucker punch to him from them from, from behind. Yeah, from the third I mean, guy in. This stuff is like that's to me. Yes, if it was racial, that needs to be addressed. But again, I'm not sure it was. Now everyone blew it out of proportion. And now again, that's assuming he didn't say anything and believing his story. By the other hand, if he did say anything, he's out. I 100% agree, and he needs to be a made example of. But we still need to address the punching people in the back of the head. I mean, that's a bad one for me. I agree. Chris has given us the move on, but he doesn't play hockey. He doesn't understand. <laughs> Moving on to. I mean, I do interact with humans of all different yeah, shapes, but, colors, sizes, ethnicities, but, sexualities. Yeah. Okay. Right. But put your put it put it in the, in the perspective. Well, what's what's your take on all of that? I think no matter what, uh, the person making the accusation will always feel that he was wronged, even if it does come out that, or it's supported that these gestures were made before, so it was nothing directly racially motivated. It it still doesn't matter. And this guy has his reputation, you know, dragged through the mud and stuff on it. So it's just a shitty situation. People will look for whatever they want. Um, to be offended by, so. But do you so? Do you think it's fair that because some gesture that you made was perceived to be ill, but you had no, you you weren't definitely making it that way. It was totally, totally different. Do you think it's fair? Fair for what? Well, no, he fair. said it, that's what he's saying. He said it sucks, but it doesn't matter because it's the person. That's making the accusation, and so, it, and yeah, the accusations out there Cause, still. Because so right no now, what. everybody's sad for Zuban, right? And he's the victim. But what if this guy is a victim because he didn't Actually, mean any yeah. of that to be yeah. that way? And and and, get, and that's I honestly like that. That's ridiculous. Like you can be. So now I gotta be cognizant of saying. Now, uh, listeners, saying to, doing this is anything. for example, but now I have to be cognizant of saying retard in anything alike. I have to be cognizant. Of, Don't say the N word. No, not the N word. <laughs> That's a big one. But things like, okay, I'm afraid to say black or African-American. I'm afraid to say gay queer or bisexual or transgender i don't know anymore what, what the we can fuck say. i can say and i, I can't hear, say i agree so I, now i just clam up and i'm like i'm not gonna talk because i don't know who i might offend and it's because my intention is not to offend anybody no you're just you're being afraid. inclusive <laughs> like hey what's up fellas um i'm sorry i'm offended that well, you had said no uh, i just want to know fellas. why you're worried <laughs> About calling somebody bisexual. Like, if that's the insult that you're going to hurl at another dude or a girl or, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, I can't say you're gay anymore. I got to say you bisexual. I'm, I'm actually. And you're like, 
You're bisexual. Right. I, <laughs> Shut up, you bisexual. I'm not bisexual. I'm I'm gender fluid. Right. Well, that would be. Well, I am unisexual. Well, I don't even know what the fuck unisexual means. Uh, you ride a unisex spike around. I don't know. Right. So, I, I don't again, even know. I don't know what's appropriate anymore. I can't even say, "Hey, what's up, guy?" Yeah. Because I might offend you. Oh, gosh, I used to come down here and say, "What's up, queers." Now I feel weird and bad and guilty about you can't saying do that. that. Yeah. We're all walking a tightrope. But speaking of freaking like punches and shots and stuff, did you guys see uh, Delorier and McDermott go at it? Oh man, what a good God fight! God damn, that was a tussy. Well, Chris, dude, what do you think? I honestly could not find that fight. <laughs> <laughs> did you kept names? spelling the names wrong? <laughs> yes. All I got was uh, a Mike Tyson and. Somebody else. Well, you fight. might as well watch the Mike Tyson in another heavyweight because that's what it was, two heavyweights. Oh, my gosh. Did they throw? Well, the best part was uh, McDermott waving off the linesman, yeah. like, get the fuck back. <laughs> I want to hit him up. five more times. <laughs> and he does. He gets one good one on him. Oh, my gosh. Like, after that. I mean, he actually exchanged some blows. I'm easily uh, – uh, not Zuban. Um, that was last topic. No, uh, sorry. Delorier – just knocks McDermott's bucket right off his head with a good freaking just pow right to the bottom of the ear. It looked like pops the bucket off the head and then they just go at it until they're tired. I mean, yeah. pretty much they're finally like, okay, I'm done punching him. He's done punching me. Grab us. Uh, yep. And now you can come in. What a good fight. That was a good fight. You don't see too many, uh, you know, tilts like that. Have that... you ever had a fight in your life that went that way? Uh... Where you both got tired and then the, re- the linesman came in. No, I've I've never been in one that w- you've never where, been in a fight where one's not that no, those are rare to where, last where that one long? where one didn't end up with one of us on losing of a footing or yeah. on the ice or or not getting too far in it. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I, yeah, I've where, never been in a, a real a, a real melee. Like well, like you've been real, in a melee, but not one that was like I shouldn't say melee. I mean a, a real one on one square up, and you're just chucking for them until you're tired. All until you're tired, right? Yep. Because obviously we've been in, and we, you know, I've seen you throw a couple bows or a couple fists. And Hell, I might even throw an elbow. I mean, I've been on that. Know. I've been on that one where I picked that guy back up off the ice after he went down, and I was like, "Nope, not done with you." The dude that the here's dude a couple that, more. That was that the same game I got my teeth knocked out. No, it was the same no, team, but a different, different game. game. Yeah, yeah. No, I well, I wanted to feed him a couple more. I'm like, no, you don't get to go. I remember down. that too. You're like, no. Can you well, come he back tried up? to just go down. He to wanted get away. a turtle. Yeah. He wanted to just get away from it, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You're not getting away that easy. Fuck, I'd be running away too. You son of a. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, gosh, get me, get me all. I know. Jones I'm getting excited. all fired up. Woo! So I um I went over to Patterson on uh on Sunday, and uh, Fair State was playing Davenport in the uh, the um, ACHA. Um, night nice game. Uh, so our buddy uh, Dan Cosgrove, Cosy, is the head coach for the the Ferris Club team, and uh, there it it was a good back and forth battle, good game, real fun to watch. And uh, midway through the the third, yeah, midway through the third, um, I see the goaltender's blocker pad go flying off into the corner. I'm like, oh, what the hell! And then all of a sudden, the goaltender gets up and he starts getting to the bench. Um, and there's blood all over the ice. And Zach Felt, uh, previous uh, show interview, was uh, a linesman for that game. Um, apparently what had happened was they tried 
the defenseman tried to clear the puck out of the crease, and in doing so, he knocked the the goaltender's uh, catching glove off. Well, the goaltender reached out out of uh, pure instinct and got his hand stepped on. So Ouch. he uh, he cut a, a hell of a good gasher right between the uh, webbing of your uh, thumb and index finger. Um, Cassie sent me pictures of it later on. Um, I, it sounded like there was no tendon damage or anything like that, so hopefully he'll be back in two weeks after spitting out. on it. Jeez. But, man, talk about some wild shit that you don't really see locally and it's like what, what else would I have been doing that Sunday if I didn't go to that game and I didn't get to run down there and um, lend aid I was uh, <laughs> I was walking around looking for Kaysen's or looking for Kaysen he was running around with Dan's son and um, all of a sudden the goaltender gets rushed down to the locker room the sports trainers are coming into the locker room everybody's running they're calling the ambulance and all this shit and a couple of players hand off some stuff to the gate, and one guy's coming with a first aid kit, and nobody's there to receive it. So I just grabbed their first aid kit, and I followed everybody into the locker room. It's a crazy sport. Like, how did I get there? <laughs> I mean, you take a bunch of guys with sticks in their hand and knives on their feet, and, hey, I'm going to go out and play. I'm surprised that we don't see more of that. Now, we saw the couple of videos, like that goalie got his neck slit and the blood yeah. was squirting Now I've been stepped on and, and slit my wrist open. I still have a scar today from it. Um, and then that, It doesn't sound anything like what happened to the that, goalie. That, but. Ki- that kid recently who um, – who died after yeah. getting stepped on? Yeah, it's crazy, crazy Just stuff. Just horrible stuff. Yeah, it's crazy how you, it puts you in a, a weird, weird realm. It's so of random. human and a game and all of that. And but you've heard of people getting kicked in the head with a soccer ball and dying. Mm-hmm. You've heard of you know well. Just freak accident. What about that time they put that that dude in the stretcher uh, golf cart? Uh, in a in a football game, and then the car took off and like mowed over <laughs> that three video other people, knocked them off. <laughs> Anyways. I I do have to say though, um, after that all happened, so he he got undressed in the locker room um, while the um, the medic was or not the sports trainer was holding pressure on the wound, um, and then ended up getting out by the rink and sitting up in the stands while we waited for the ambulance to come, or he waited. Uh, I just see an a nice, ambulance for that. Yeah, yeah, because he uh, he was bleeding a lot. It it was it's it was a three inch gash, uh, like all the way down. Well, that's a sharp blade. Now it's not going to get mega deep, but it's going to cut in distance. Mm-hmm. It was wide. Um, so dur- after he was, was sitting up there, the the game, <laughs> it's a wide gash. Yeah, so you know the game goes on, but I noticed that one of the Davenport players had um saw him sitting in the stands while he was waiting for his ride to the hospital and he kind of did the the nod and hey like you know thumbs up everything okay um and that that, that was kind of huge you know it kind of puts the humility back into the, uh, a game where you're battling for yeah. inches and you want well he probably felt bad for cutting the goal so i don't know if he was the one who stepped on it but it was a scrum in front of the net and there was bodies everywhere and gloves went flying so who, uh the goalie's gloves went would flying. have taken the game uh, Ferris ended up winning that one five to two, five to three. There I you can't go. Remember now. Um. In further news, uh, did you guys hear about um Justin Applicator getting a a ten day PTO with the Griffs after yeah. a year in in the Swiss league 
And last I heard, he was playing men's league in the Lakeshore. Yeah, so we talked about this <laughs> earlier. I didn't know about that until you told me earlier. Um, but super exciting. You know, I, I, we talked about this earlier. I'll say mm-hmm. that one more time. Yeah, we talked we, about this we, earlier. We always do a little pre-show talk yeah. and, and kind of bounce ideas yeah, we'll off some each other. ideas and stuff to get good content. Um, but I, I grew up and played, so I think... I don't know if we graduated in the same year, if he graduated the year before me or after me, but either way, I played against him. We played for Mona Shores High School. Yeah, I think he was an 05 grad from yep. Mona. Yeah, so I thought I thought we graduated together, but um, yeah, we, I played against him. So obviously him going uh, to play for uh, Michigan and then uh, – Michigan or, State. Yep, Michigan State, sorry. You have uh, MSU. And then going to, the, to my home – team of the red wings i was a huge like fan you know like oh my gosh i played against that you know it kind of puts that guy kind of puts you on the bar right you know what i mean so when you told me they might get back i was like you know what i will i haven't been to a griffin's game in a minute but if he gets back up and he's playing i will make sure i get out there and watch him well i remember when he was playing for the griffins uh before he got called up to Mm -hmm. the red wings uh and then shortly thereafter being with the the big club he gets uh uh, alternate captain A yeah, on his jersey. Well, he played. I thought he was going to be a forever guy. You yeah. you see the guys that wear the letters for the for your your national league team, and you think they're going to be mainstay, uh, mainstay like your um, your Eisermans, your Gretzky's, uh, Lindstrom's, yeah, guys like this. Chelios, Chara. They're always going to have a letter on their chest. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a lot of people that are, like, heavily critics of Applicator. I, I get it. Oh, yeah. Well, He's not the, the greatest player out there, but, God, don't don't you just – it's kind of like a Witkowski thing, you know, where don't you love that homegrown guy yeah. or um, – oh, oh, gosh, I'm having a brain fart here now. Um, he's uh, Glenn Denning from East Grand Rapids. You know, just homespun guys that end up playing in Detroit. Lake, a Lakeshore Muskegon guy at that. Like, when's the last time you heard of a professional player coming out of Muskegon? Right. But, yeah, and, and before that, it, there probably wasn't many. Not Definitely not big marquee names. No. But you had um, uh, from East Kentwood. Help me out here. I'm dying. Um, um, played for the Capitals. Um Played for the Wings for a short snap. I brought you on the show for the hockey I know, but I <laughs> am having a brain fart like nobody's business, and I need to. The only guy that I know that came out of East Grand Rapids that was a really no, good hockey player. Glenn Denny came out of East Grand Rapids. I'm talking about uh, East Kentwood. Oh, East Kentwood. Yep. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Holy shit, Chris, can you pull that up? Mike Knubel? Thank you. Knubel. Mike Knubel. You did say that. Yes, Knubel coming out of uh, Kentwood was the biggest name in this local, you know, Damn. our West Michigan area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Applicator had a great, great career with the Griffins, a, a phenomenal career with the Red Wings. It kind of was weird how it petered out, and then all of a sudden he just wasn't signed anymore. Um, he goes off to go play in the Swiss League for a year. Um, not sure how he did there, or he probably didn't like being overseas. Uh, you know, he's 34 years old. He's got a young wife and a, a couple of kids. Midwestern and, Michigan guy, you know, he, yeah. he likes his roots. Yeah, so he comes back home, right? And he's, you know, banging around barn to barn. Apparently he his agent. wasn't even back on the Junior Jacks. 
Yeah, right. Well, I beg your pardon? The, isn't that what they're called? Oh, not Junior Jacks. The yeah, jacks, no, they're called the, the, the Lumber Jacks. Yeah, I think they're called Junior Jacks. Are they Junior Jacks? Yeah, I think they are. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a Junior Jacks. But you also have uh, the, the Muskegon Chief, or formerly known Muskegon Chiefs the League, Chiefs. too. But I hear that those two are merging, oh. actually. And I hope they go with the Junior Jacks because that's cool with the uh, USHL uh, Muskegon Lumberjacks. Well, he's not that old. I mean, I'm sure he's still got a little pep in his step. He's, what, 36? Uh, 34. Applicator's 34. He's got some jump. So he gets a 10-day tryout with uh, with the Griffs. A little pep in his step. Uh, except for the fact that he was minus four in one of We're going to get him on the show. first game. We're working an angle. I wasn't going to tell you, but Jay spilt the beans. Yeah, so we're working an angle with our, our nice confidant, Eric Zane, who has ties with all – Griffins and you know high profile names that that maybe he can share with us and either way and we're gonna try I'm, to I'm, jump I'm gonna find in. someone that knows someone that knew that guy and we're gonna get him on the show. Yeah, we have to talk to him. There's so much he he wrote a children's book. He basically lived out our dream of of a, a hockey profession, a hockey career, a hockey life, everything. So I I yeah. can't. I'm very excited to talk to him. Hopefully, I would. Uh, I'd love to chat with him and just be like, "Yeah, I played against you. It was cool. You kicked my butt." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, in other news, um, uh, Keith uh, Yandel is now the all-time Ironman uh, leader. Nine hundred and sixty-five straight hockey games. That's nine hundred and sixty-five days that this motherfucker shown up to work without the simplest of a cold to set him back. Just playing the game he loves. And there was also um there was also a, a game where he took a puck to the face, lost, you know, six to nine teeth, spent the entire you know, morning, wee hours of the morning getting work done on uh, in the dental back chair. At, back in the game. And he made the matinee game. Um there do you remember I think it was last year, or it was the year before, where he was almost a health healthy scratch. <laughs> that would go against his Iron Man award. So if you get healthy scratch, your your Iron Man's done. That's what, what Mike Bot was like. I'm getting in there. Babcock did that to Madonna. He was running the Iron Man streak, and he sat him. Thank you, Chris. thank you, Chris. He yeah. So he he benched him when he was holding the like up for the record. Or shit. Yes, but good. That's like not passing to Gronk when he needs his one millionth catch. Yeah, yeah. So he could get an extra twenty k k or something like that. Yeah, well, or I thought it was an extra. No, it was actually a milli. Yeah, I thought it was a milli. It was milli. a mil. Yeah, it was like his five hundred thousand catcher. I don't know. Yeah, he was going to get a million if he had one a more mil. catch. He's like, "Yo, make me sure you give me a pass." He's like, "I'm gonna pass it to you." You got you got a mill coming. Get that bill. God dang! Can you imagine taxes on that mill? He probably walks away with like four hundred k. Whatever. Tax the rich. Poor bastard. So uh, Keith Yandel's 35 years old, Jay. He's our age. He's actually probably younger than you and I because, well, I'm <laughs> I'm more pushing 36. You're probably about six months behind me. Yep. But he's still kicking it. <laughs> and he's bouncing around. And I think he, you know, he's probably going to be moving well, towards the trade deadline. Like we said, for a league that, or for a sport where you have three to five is average. Yeah. You know? Yep, it, it's not a for, forever game. Yeah, that, no, I'm, unless you're like. But how old was you know Gretzky? I feel like was older than the norm. I think he. I feel like he played for a long time. Well, Gretzky's very similar to Sidney Crosby. Crosby's been in for a while. Ovechkin's been in for a long time. Got in really young, 
and sustain themselves, you know, was able to sustain a, such a, a very long career. Such a good player. So a craftsman mm-hmm. in their trade. Not Always to say there. they're a good player, but like Crosby is a puck protecting goal scoring in this, like from down in the zone machine. And it wasn't so much like, you know, his size or his speed. It was his technique and the way he did things. He had a niche. He yeah. hammered it. Gretzky had a niche. He hammered it. I feel like older players too, like back in the day, you were able to play hockey. Now the game is just so much faster with all these young kids that you're just not fitting. You're just not keeping up anymore when oh. you, you know you get to 35. So yeah, to hear a guy that's still in the league, but you know, I as much I as Crosby annoys me, he is a he is a good player. Well, I you know I was completely against Crosby. Did did not like. It. I liked him at first. Well, yeah, he was the new hot thing. Because, you know, I wrote a paper about him in my young. freshman year of college about him being, quote-unquote, potentially the next great the one, next right? Go. And then I watched him play and saw some of the antics and things like that. I'm like, all right, I don't like him. And, and Red Wings fans can't really be Penguins fans. So, uh, yeah, screw this guy. And then I heard... Right. Then I heard the interview with him on Spitting Chicklets, and I'm like, God dang it. I can't hate you. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I can't hate you. He's a cool guy. You're a great individual. He's like Marchand. I would not want to play against him. Probably hate him on the ice. He's a dickhead on the ice, but my probably a cool guy. My God, just so nice. And and uh how would I pluralize uh philanthropy? Philanthropist. He's a philanthropist. And that's not pluralizing it, but can he grow a full beard yet? Plural would be no. More Crosby than one. cannot. Uh, that's good. Makes me huh? feel better. To pluralize, you would be like more than one, right? You would be adding in numbers. Yeah, I. So that'd I, be like, how do you pluralize goose? It would be geese. I never should have said pluralize. It was the pluralize the, the, philanthropists that you were looking he, for. He's he's a philanthropist. He's just a nice guy. And he works That's out good. with with Nathan McKinnon in the off season, and they compete against each other all year round. They're they're best buddies. Hey, like we said, um, there's so many guys that we play against that we hate on the ice that we're buddies with off the ice. Right. And so you're watching, and you don't know those guys off the ice because there's nothing to show you off the ice. So you develop you. Well, in and your Crosby brain, is like, very very, you know, quiet. Oh, yeah. You don't know anything about him. He's not in the tabloids. You don't not hear anything. About, he's not playing he's not, in Toronto. He's not, he's not getting caught buried in dead hookers. Right. I think he just is a very, very wholesome individual, and he was given that platform on that show uh, to to talk and answer questions and stuff. And and, and I like the guy. I like the guy. I, like I have a different – he's in a different light. And too bad Chicklets wasn't out, I don't know, five years ahead of – their tenure now, you know, which is a great show, not a sponsor yet. Maybe someday we'll have him on. Yeah, maybe. Sidney Crosby, you be on the show? We're coming for you. I know you listen. I know you're one of the six. So we've been talking about guys and all this stuff all night long. Have you guys heard? Nobody's heard this because I saw it on M Live in an article I read. Kudos to M Live. Um, the uh, Granville Bulldogs locally is sporting a female goaltender. 
You know what's funny? And brought, she's kicking ass. Yeah, you were saying she in her she's got twelve games. What's her record? Yeah. So no, she has. Uh, at the date of the article yesterday, there was uh, fourteen games, and she's twelve and two. She's a junior goalie. Her name is Ann Beck. Well, they have a game tonight because I saw them packing up as I was walking out the rink. So Granville is out of the rink that I coach out of, and Joel Brazil is their head coach. He also runs the program. Awesome guy. Got got nothing. I mean, I'm at that program because of Joel and Jack. Okay. Um, these and and who is Jack? Jack is the head coach for the Jenison team. Oh, perfect. Yep. So they both. Um, so Hudsonville, Jenison, you got Hudsonville, Jenison, and Granville, and Granville all out play of, out of that rink, out of Georgetown. Yep. Not and a sponsor so, yet. Yep. Not a, not a sponsor. <laughs> and but but uh, skates pro shop is. Oh, also yeah, also skates pro shop. Of, yeah, we haven't mentioned them in a while. Yeah, skates it, pro shop. They got to send us some swag or hook us well, up. Well, here's the deal. I don't want to. I don't want to take anything away from skates, but because I coach there right now, I haven't been. A little but bit of a conflict. I haven't been pushing it because I don't want the kids to. Right. We don't want the kids to link just chirping to you, Coach Do's and Dang. Yes. Oh, yep. gosh. I mean, I already. That could a, be a nightmare. Yeah. I already create enough problems for myself. Yeah. I uh, understand by that. By myself. So I don't need to do more. So I haven't really been pushing them. Now, they do have a, a place out at Holland, but how often do you get out to the Holland? Oh, I have not been to that barn since it was the And it's edge. nice. The cube or the edge or whatever. But It it's, used to be the edge. Yeah. Now it's Griff's... Um, Griff's West. Griff's West. Yep. Yes. It's a great rink. Great rink. And actually, the Skates Pro Shop out there is nice. Skates Pro Shop at Georgetown is nice. However, getting back to the Granville team, I see them all the time, but they're, I never, I've never actually watched their practice, so I never noticed. And no one's ever talked about it and been like, oh, yeah, the Granville. I know, right? Remember when you'd see a, a goal, a girl goalie, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, we got a girl goalie. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. We're, we're no going we're gonna to smoke her and, and be like, oh, maybe maybe you should, you know, back when we played, it was play hockey. It wasn't guys, guys league, girls league, anything like that. There was no options for a female that wanted no, to play hockey. None. When I was uh, in JV, I played on a line with a female. And she was a tremendous athlete. And she was way before her time. If she was the same person she was back when we were in uh, junior high. Today. Today, she would be playing on the U16 team or for the, the Grand Rapids Griffins. or Shooting for the Olympic team. Or, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's just so much for it. So we've got a girl that is playing in net and it's super low key. This is the first I've heard about it. We're midway through high school hockey season and she's kicking ass. And all she wants to do is not let her gender be anything of a focal point on any talk about her. She's feels like she's one of the group. She's on the team and she's kicking butt. So I have a quote from her too. When asked about, you know, playing with the boys, did you call her and get this quote? No, I took this from <laughs> M Live. We gave him credit, right? That's yes. good. Is that enough? Yep that that's what we call what? plagiarism. Well, no, well, I was giving you the opportunity to to, <laughs> to say cita- something smart. It's a citation, right? Yeah, it's oh, a sure. citation. Yeah, so I can citation. Oh, sorry. C- citation. Yep, you said it twice now, so M Live was cited twice. M Live call plagiarism. M Live not a sponsor yet. She yeah. says uh, it's pretty cool. But I'm like everyone else. I work hard, and I'm just another person on the team. What a hockey player response! It rightfully so. Humble. So. so humble. 
She probably didn't want any credit for being a girl. But, hey, here we are in this woke society, and we got to make a big deal about a girl doing great things in high school hockey. But it is pretty cool because it's rare. I think it's fantastic. You don't really see a whole lot of that. It's rare. Yeah. In high school sports, uh, in fact, I'm trying to think of any time I ever played hockey and came up ag- in high school and came up against another girl. We we played against um, – there was uh, two goalies for Jenison, uh, as a matter of fact, and Jenison had a one girl goalie. Backup? Yep. Oh, well, she didn't necessarily play backup, but there was a Why goal would goalie. you assume she was the backup goalie, Jake? Oh, by that the, is by sexist. The, by the way that he said it, I was assuming the tone in his voice. Okay, I'm trying to shift you this know off what to happened? I apologize assume, right? for, for making it sound that way, but no, we did play against her. She did start. Well, she didn't get on it At least life. once. No, so she, was she a backup? What? We're in a different era right Will now. Will someone take gender... this shovel out of my hand, please? Appropriation. The best way to do that is for you to quit talking. <laughs> I, I haven't said anything. I'm just being silent right now. There you go. All right. I think it's cool. I'm going to uh, you know, follow um, uh, the high school stuff a little bit more here to see what she does because I'm very impressed, and she sounds like a tremendous tendy. Um, real quick before we go, though. I would like to ask you, gentlemen, a riddle. Oh, Are you, you up for this? You said you had a riddle. I yes. know. We were going to lead with it, but yeah, yeah, we, we skipped right over it. Are you up, Chris? Sure. He's ready for the riddle. Okay. Here is the riddle I stole from TikTok. M-Live. And MLive. Not a sponsor yet. Well, good thing I don't watch TikTok. All right. If you're driving a bus and you have 25 passengers on the bus, then you hit the bus stop and you five passengers get off. How old is the bus driver? Who knows? Say it one more time. If you're driving a bus and you have 25 passengers, five passengers get off. How old is the bus driver? Yeah, really. Who knows? This is a lot of dead air time right now. Sure, no, but Hold this on. is fun. It's a riddle. For a riddle, it's a riddle. It's right? a riddle. So there's a. It's in the. It's in the way he said. The, mm-hmm. Ask the question. Right. Should I rephrase it a little differently? If you are oh, yeah. the bus driver, You're the bus and you driver. have twenty five passengers oh, on the bus, five people get off. How yeah. old See, is the, the bus driver? Thirty. <laughs> how old am I? You're thirty five. Thirty five. Well, there you go. Well, how old is he, Chris? Did you get this off from... Uh, I told you where I got it from. I got it from TikTok. Oh, there you go. It's cool. a riddle. It's supposed to be... Why are you getting all All right, pissy? I got a riddle for you guys. Let's do a little riddle. Hey, let's fuck around. Let me, let me do a little riddle. Should we try riddle. to call this Brent? This one's a little bit easier. Should we try to call Brent? <laughs> yeah, we've called him twice. He didn't okay, call back. Okay, after this riddle, I'm calling him. So, you have two coins. Shut up, Chris. The two coins together add up to 30 cents one of them is not a quarter what two coins do you have in your hand two coins a 50 cent jfk and a minus 20 coin i don't they're real coins they're real real coins coins. all right so So there's no trick to the coins what was the total of 30 cents you have two coins in your hand they add up to 30 cents one of them is not a quarter what coins do you have in your hand no idea. Wow, I yeah, I I am stumped. 
It, again, it's in, it's in not the same. Accord- you, all right, say it one more time. So I'll say it. Sorry, listeners. Say it like you got to solve it like you I do. You have two, two coins in your hand. They add up to 30 cents. One of them is not a quarter. Which two coins do you have in your hand? God damn it. I'm still fucking missing it. One of them is not a quarter. One of them is not a quarter. I have two coins in my hand. Two coins. One of them is one not of them a quarter. One is a quarter, and then the other one's a nickel. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> one is not a quarter. <laughs> I have a quarter and a nickel. Nice. Oh, that's a funny one. Way to go, Chris. All right, should we try him one more time? No. I think should we try him one more time? He didn't call back. Well, let's just your see game okay, Let's call him. To ahead, tell him Chris. that we're going to extra the Go ahead, Chris. Thing. No, we'll give him a call. No, say this phone call is brought to you by. I didn't. All right, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had a quarter uh, stuck in my throat there. Uh, if you have a quarter and you want to go ahead and get your skates detailed, go ahead and check out On Your Game Pro Shop, your place for skate detailing, tape, and accessories. Sorry about the ringer. We're, we're just having a little fun tonight. Mm-hmm. Screw it. Well, everyone's already stopped listening by now. Uh, if we had anybody listening. Yeah, he's not picking up. Guys, it's ringing. Thanks for tuning in to Just Chirpin. Send us a chirp at justchirpin.com. Like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. See you at the ring. Welcome to the show. It's called Chirpin, yo. And chirpin's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirpin' too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night, cause we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair. Grab a brew and listen to